and you're listening to the Punk Theology Podcast. My name is Russ Shaw, Season 2, Episode Number 5. A few weeks ago, episodes ago, we had a atheist church protester uh, protest the church that uh, Derek and I attend. Uh, Chuck and Steve have been uh, there as well. Uh, and, and so the pastor of said church uh, is on today's show for his response to all of that. And if you don't know what I'm talking about or referring to, let me catch you up. I've got to tune this in a little bit, see if I can find the news story here. Searching via creative analog source code or whatever. Uh, here, wait. I do not watch anything or read anything. If the Holy Family cannot come in with the child Jesus and watch it with me, I don't watch it. Money can do to the soul of a man And give me something to believe in If there's a Lord above Give me something to believe in If there's a Lord above Very serious How many times can they fill me with lies And I listen again Twisting the truth and they're playing around with my head Okay there's all these wolves and sheep clothed pastors. Now, goddammit, I'm scared to send my children to church. Today, we no longer have kings, but we do have leaders who determine the spiritual and moral direction. Damn that true religion. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. following is from CBS Affiliate Channel 2 in Chicago. Trust has been broken by leadership. And it doesn't return quickly. Rocked by alleged mishandling of accusations against its former founder, Bill Hybels, Willow Creek Community Church announces a major shakeup tonight in its leadership. Good evening, I'm Rob Johnson. Erica is off. Tonight, it's the strongest apology and admission yet from elders at the Willow Creek Church of its handling of allegations against founder Hybels. Hybels stepped down this year, as you may remember, leaving behind a church picking up the pieces. CBS 2's Audrina Vegas live near Willow Creek Community Church with this huge announcement. Audrina. Rob, what a bombshell here. The church elders just announced that the entire leadership board, every leader here and the lead pastor will step down and they will all be out by the end of the year. As you said, this comes after those allegations against Hybels. Since he stepped down back in April, both of his replacements have also stepped down. We want to be the kind of church God is calling us to be. A church that learns lessons and grows through painful situations. A church that is filled with hope for healing and that demonstrates the love of Christ. 
The allegations against Hybels from women in the church span several decades. Now the church elders are profusely apologizing. They said they've overlooked things. They're apologizing for their poor leadership and for not taking these women's claims seriously. These apologies come on the eve of the church's major two-day conference. So far, several speakers. Many churches around the country have backed out because of this controversy. And for 26 years, this global leadership summit has drawn big names like Bono and former President Bill Clinton. This year, Denzel Washington was scheduled to be here tomorrow and Friday to speak, but he has also stepped down for stepped out and has backed out from speaking here. Now, the church leadership says they hope that by stepping down, this will create a fresh start for this church. We're live outside Willow Creek Community Church in South Barrington. Audrina Vegas, CBS 2 News. Rob. Okay, Audrina, thank you. To be fair, that's a news story that broke just a few days after this conversation. So last weekend, as this is being recorded, was the GLS, the Global Leadership Summit, put on by Willow Creek, the church that has these massive fails of integrity. Uh, The way that this is broadcast is, yes, it happens at the big Willow Creek Church in Chicago there, but it's also played via satellite to something like 500 other churches around the country. Um, Over a hundred and somewhere around 120 churches decided to pull out uh, after the news broke about uh, the failures of Bill Hybels and the leadership. I mean, the guy uses his power and authority to prey on women who are under his control, right? Um, He also wrote a book called, Who Are You When No One Is Looking? Like, seriously, that's the title of one of his books. Like, this guy, the, the, the failure of integrity in this man, the fakery. Anyhow, I digress. Uh, who's hosting the GLS? Who's saying, oh, yeah, that's okay. Let's go ahead and broadcast their little leadership show. Uh, who's doing that? <laughs> church I attend? The church Derek and I? The church that I told my friends, yeah, this is a safe place. After the Mars Hill collapse, after people have already been through some shit like this, uh, come to AC3 and then AC3 in turn, and Pastor Rick, uh, they decide to go ahead with the uh, the Global Leadership Summit, which caused a protest by past uh, punk theology guest Benjamin Wheeler. And you can hear that episode, uh, that's season two, episode two. So Rick responds to that. And part of what we do in this show, because I think a lot of shows like this, they wouldn't give a crap what Rick has to say. Um, Rick is a friend of mine. Rick and I have history. I've talked about that on some of this show. So Rick it was a life-changing player in my life when my life was coming apart at the seams. Uh, and so I, I have a relationship with Rick. And as my friend Jim Henderson says, friendship, relationship, that shit tends to change the rules, right? So I like Rick. Um, I don't like what he's doing, and I do believe that when people make really poor decisions, at least in my opinion, uh, that needs to be propped up and uh, exposed in the light of truth and not hid in the carpet or under a rug or, right, let's just prop that shit up and just play it 
amongst the people so that, you know, people who are vulnerable, people who may be hurt, people who may have been hurt in the past um, know what they're getting into uh, when they when they write. Like, so, so I want to hear from Rick because that's part of what we do here. Um, we value or practice as punks uh, being countercultural in this podcasting world of shoulds and ought tos and, oh, we have the right answers. We value really good questions over answers here, all right? What if one really good question is better than a thousand freaking answers? Everyone's got the answers. That's not punk. Everyone's doing that. What we punks are interested in and why this show exists is what if we got curious about why people make the decisions that they do make rather than jumping all over them and telling them they're wrong, which ultimately leads to stalemates, tribalism, otherization. Um, What if we got curious and listened did something different in our current social climate and got off our thrones of superiority as we look down upon everyone who doesn't agree with us <sighs> take off our i've got all the answers badge of authority that we've created for ourselves let down our defenses and actually let truth bubble to the surface what if we did that wouldn't that be different <laughs> different all right that's what we're doing here i'll shut up gonna move on with uh season two episode five Uh, anyway i could be like you i could be alone and jaded wondering what to do until they say Some have, Russ. Maybe yes, I know. Yes, it's going around. Anyway, (laughs) we'll launch, kick it off with that. Um, So, Rick Thiessen on the podcast. Welcome. Uh, Thank you for having me. (laughs) So, I don't understand why. So, you guys are still going through with having being a sponsor of the Global Leadership Summit here. But after all of the shit that's happened yeah. since April, why? Why still go ahead with it? Well, um, that's the big question. The big hundred thousand. Yeah, it, it, it is, and, it's a, and it's a good question. And that's because we have we are we are operating uh, with a with a firewall between the content of the summit and its and its global vision and its long established track record of excellence, and the crazy stuff that's going on right now. At Willow, both both Bill Hybels' bad behavior and the way in which the elders of Willow are misstepping and handling it. Right, but isn't so their leadership? It's hard to distinguish between Willow and the it leadership. Is. Yeah, and it's understandable that people can are having a hard time making that distinction. But we are making that distinction, and there is a distinction to be made if you if you're ready to see yeah. it. Uh, first of all. The fact that Hybels, who though in vision, you know, initiated both organizations, both the church and the association, is gone. 
Right. And uh, there's a there's an entire army of people who um, obviously didn't know what Bill Hybels was doing, and uh, you know if they had, uh, you know, they would have created an association between uh, that and and the church and the and 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 the Willow Creek Association. But but uh, you know you're going along fat, dumb, and happy until this stuff comes to the comes to the fore. Right. And, but uh, that's part of the thing, though, Rick. I, I guess the to put this in the form of a question: when when the the leadership says we're awesome and we have this thing and we keep selling this thing every year, and then in April th- this hits the Chicago Tribune, yeah, like it doesn't it doesn't hit the church. The church doesn't want this stuff getting out, and there's a lot of information that's come out saying that hey. A lot of people did know what was going on. Mm-hmm. Quote leaders putting yeah. that in quotes. Yeah, and and these are the folks who kind of shoved. Oh well, you know, just it's not that big a deal. Uh, let's keep this under you mean, wraps. You mean after the investigation started yeah. three years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And so no one wanted it to to come to the surface. See, because that's one of those things. Like the leadership. Sort sort of became an idol. Like this thing, this summit. In my mind, I, correct me if, I, if you think I'm wrong, but it, it seems like the the summit became such an idol that we don't want it to, you know, put Bill out there as broken man, which he is and needed to repent. Maybe yeah. even publicly. Uh, yeah. Yes, publicly, mm-hmm, right? yeah, sure. and, and and actually apologize. That's something Mark never did either. Mark yeah. Driscoll has such a huge ego. All he would have to have done was go through the. There was a uh, a process of discipline, basically. Yep. It was to get the guy help, like yeah. get some freaking help. Yeah. And let's sit you down with some of the people you really hurt and yeah. harmed, and have a face to face, eye to eye meeting with those people. He wouldn't do that. Yeah. And now we don't really know what happened with Hybels, whether this conversation took place or not. But it seems to me that's a huge failure in leadership. That that what that they didn't get him that to they sit didn't in front yeah of to get him to sit down or well, to, to it, get him to or for right. him to actually well, go yeah I'm not I'm a fucking human being I'm not a yeah, god yeah you know right right well yeah, I think we can all agree that it's good at the, on the on the back end of these accusations that he would he should confess but I think what what we are twenty twenty hindsight we are missing how unbelievably murky that was whether he was even guilty i think that's what they were just going did he even do anything wrong and i think that the assumption they were working with was he hadn't well there's a lot of women that came out and i mean quit the church over this stuff true and they you know but for, but for example incredible. some of them who quit the church weren't at the church and were content to keep it not a secret we're not going to talk about this for yeah. the rest of our lives because they also didn't want to disturb Right. So if it was an idol for them, it was an idol for a lot oh, of the yeah. accused. It's a consciousness thing, absolutely. And and not and not and I you know some I, I don't know if I blame them entirely in, in in this sense that that they well they they loved what was going on and they knew as I think well I hope that you can agree with me on this that sinful people can do good work and yeah. they knew that uh-huh. and so they could they could parse between the fact that the that the leader of the organization was. Uh, not without sin, and yet could still be uh, a genuine follower of Jesus, and could 
lead people into followership of Jesus. Right. As a broken person. But I think that maybe that's a... They believe that. Uh, yeah. Oh, the accusers yeah. believe that. Yeah, yeah. Earl, and maybe that's an error in Christian culture today, that you have to be... Perfect. Mr. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. That's sort yeah. of a thing. And he, would, and he certainly would have never said that. It's just that he wouldn't have copped to the kinds of failure that he was guilty of. Yeah. He would have said, you know, I've, I've, I've mowed over people. I've done this. I was a coward here. I was this. You know, things that were safe to confess. There was no way that he projected. Ne- Heibel's never projected that you have to be perfect like me right. to be in a senior position like me. I mean, he never He never put that forward. In fact, that's one of the reasons why, you know... So many seekers found the ministry of Willow so winsome for years because here's a guy up front who's pretty real. Yeah. I mean, as it turns out, not as real as exactly. to be. Yeah. But, but Driscoll would do the same thing. Driscoll, Driscoll was, would cry. You know, oh, yeah. Say, and, he was sorry. And, and he would say rough things. And it was like, he's the swearing drinking pastor. And everyone <laughs> felt that he was so authentic. Yeah. And in some sense, he was so authentic. It was just that what you didn't see was how he powered up on people, apparently, yeah. behind oh, closed yeah. doors, right? Yeah, big time. And what we didn't see about Hybels was how he... Leverages relationships with women around him for sexual gratification. Yeah. Uh, and abuse of power. Didn't, we didn't see that. Yeah. And so, but we see it now. And I think that's where now a lot it. of the churches that have pulled out are yeah. saying that, well, this is an infected or a tainted leadership. Yeah. Hashtag tainted yeah, and leadership. Not, yeah, and I, I'm not making that association. I mean, it's guilt by association. So Tom DeVries didn't do what Hybels did. And he's the one who's leading Willow Creek Association right now. And Hybels, who did the things that Hybels did, is not going to teach me at the summit this year. And so the material, the materially affected, tainted party is uh-huh. gone. Now, I know that you could say, but well... But it's built on tainted soil, yeah, it not, seems to I, me. But I, I mean, that's, that's where I land yeah, on and it. I, don't, it's I can't just, go there, Russ. I guess that's where you, yeah. you and I maybe disagree. I, everything's tainted soil, man. Yeah. AC3 it is, is but tainted you, soil. But Everything we can't, is tainted soil. You guys would admit that shit. To, to to a degree even further than, you know, what Mark and Bill Hybels have done. I, I would hope that we would. We, I've sat with you in a room where it was a guy, and we were, like, shedding tears with this dude, and he's had issues with mm-hmm. sexual impropriety, you mm-hmm. know, and, you know, it, 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 that was a discipline thing that was handled. I felt well. Most churches won't do that. And most churches will go to this this fucking thing and and just sit there and soak in the the hip hip rah rah Tony Robbins bullshit. Hmm. That's kind of where I land with it. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's just shallow. It's branding. It's 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 putting a brand over God is is where I guess I'm landing on it. Well, so, I, that's how I feel. Yeah. So that. like if you look at it from the distance that you see it from, you see a brand, you see Willow Creek, you see an organization to protect. But if you've been inside it, well, we see content. We see content. We see transformative values. And these things do not touch what Bill Hybels did, and they don't touch what the current Willow elders are doing. And so, for example, when we go to a summit and we get this moment, it's not a Tim Robbins rah-rah moment. What it is is it's a convicting moment, for example, I'm just using one example, where the church is confronted with its call to be salt and light in a very significant way with the AIDS and poverty crisis in Africa. And the call went out, I remember very specifically, in 2006. And I could give you the talk and who did it and all that kind of stuff. Maybe you'd find that interesting. But but the call went out and said, Church, where are you? 
the greatest humanitarian crisis of our time, and where is the church? And gathered in that summit, listening to that call from Hybels, was one of the players involved in that, and others, was about 190,000 people. And we were among them that went, we must go to Africa. We must, we must see this thing that God is doing and what, me, what, what part that we can play and all that kind of stuff. And we felt the conviction of the value that the church be the church. That's one of the things right. that Hybels would say all the time. And his sin doesn't invalidate that particular injunction, nor does it invalidate the amazing <coughs> conviction that came from that particular... I'm saying that's one of dozens, Russ. Dozens yeah, across yeah. 20 years of the summit. Mars Hill did the same thing with uh, Haiti. And nothing, Haiti nothing invalidates huge. that. They, they, yeah, they, you, they're not tainted. Those, no, that, those, that, are, that those work are good works. Good works. And so, yeah. so that came to us out of... And so our, we have a whole Africa mission that came out of the summit. And literally thousands of lives are being changed. We're thinking about the ripple effect from one talk given at this. Right. At this thing. The current scandal with Hybels does not material affect either that moment or any potential moment that's going to happen three days from now when the summit shows up in this building on those screens. Uh, so the ministry I do is not out in the open like that. You know, I, I talk to people through screens and yeah. usually anonymity. Um, even one of the, the stories from some young woman who has seen a lot of my Twitter rants lately on this thing, mm-hmm. and she's like, she was abused in the mission field. And she says, why do you care? These people don't give a shit. They're going to go on with their stuff. I can't be a part of this thing anymore. Why do you do this? Like, kind of questioning yeah. me why. Yeah. Um, because I think that when... A guy like this and, and a leadership, a tainted, fucked up leadership organization that covered all this up for years, four years, um, goes ahead with whatever they think is fine yeah. because they have the authority, because there might be some good works out of it or something. Um, when they decide to do that, they're kind of, they're not kind of, they're, they're creating distrust in a lot of people who have been hurt. Um, I'm a, <clears throat> I'm a childhood survivor of childhood sexual assault. Yeah. I think that that's some of my passion here too, because I didn't see the church as a safe place right. until you guys, you know. And then Mars Hill came along, and I thought, well, maybe that's a safe place. And where's where's the safe place when someone like like Bill Hybels doesn't come forward? When when the when the leadership just looks the other way for years? I mean, wouldn't it be better? If they just here's what I'm thinking, mm-hmm. what if you what if they just decided like like somebody who's suffering from an addiction to shut this damn thing off for a while, shut off this fucking brand, and create something next year that's even more awesome with all the stories and and the brokenness of, of a man who who either either he does, I, I don't think he will. Yeah, we'll I don't see. know. We'll see. You did. I'm praying that he. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I did. Yeah. But I'm not a, <laughs> sitting on a throne of a well, twenty right. million dollar yes. freaking leadership summit that happens yes. every year. Yes. Twenty million dollars. I mean, th- this guy's got a lot of. He's got a lot of stuff to lose. I had a lot well, to lose not, too. That doesn't go to him. I mean, no, that's, no. That's, but yeah. do you see what I'm saying? Like, so, no, so I there's a there's an undercurrent to what's going on. So I see the under. I remember you said this to me once. You said, 
I think you were saying, don't get bitter, Russ, because you kind of see Christian culture's underbelly, mm. much like a police officer. Yeah, right. <laughs> people yeah. come to me. All you are. Like, stories come to me. I'm like, oh, the God. The only section you know? of population you're dealing with, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah that section. Like, oh, it can lead God. to cynicism. Well, let me... Let me but I, I'm not cynical. I think cynicism is lazy. Yeah. When you're cynical, you're lazy. You're just saying, oh, fuck everyone. And they, you know, um, this woman had a broken heart and mm -hmm. went to cynicism, right? Yeah. That's easy to, but you don't stay there because yeah. you just get cold inside. Right. I think to, to be a humanitarian, to, to love other people, is to push on, you know, what wakes us up, what grows us, what makes us come alive. Right. What are our core values? And, and that, yeah, and so what love, I think, does in a situation like this is also capable of, of profound subtlety. Because without subtlety, we it, things polarize, and they're black and they're white, and people are good and bad, and there's people with black hats and white hats. And even just the way you framed it there, Russ, I think um, um, oversimplifies the situation. Like you say that they sat in it for four years, and they covered it up, and uh, now they're in damage control, and you know they're trying to manage their brand. Well, well... I, I don't assume that. I, I, I don't assume that that's really the 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 um, the best way to describe it. I think for four years, like, oh, the, here are accusations. Uh, this is really bad stuff. Let's uh, let's look into it. Well, let's look into it internally. We're the leaders of this organization. Mm. We're not a denomination. We are the we're we're the buck stops committee. Uh, so let's uh, the buck stops with us. So let's look into it. So they looked into it, and. Um, and, you know, the, I'm not saying they're all the black hat bad guys because no, I, th I know that some of this is just but, human but when nature. You say, right, but when you say that they sat on, I just think that's inaccurate. So I, I, and, I think and maybe you can say I can understand they're right, human right. beings, but I do think yeah, it's yeah. still inaccurate. And so, so the truth of the, the truth, ugly, and that's the thing is the true ugly matter of it is is they did now whether their heart was but, in. But that's, but that's that's looking back on a 2020 hindsight, say cover up. But if you are walking with that management team, like look look at Steve Carter, right? He's on that management team. He resigned on Sunday. Right. But he's on that management team from long before this started. Right. And walking with them all the way up to the present, thinking... And he finally went, along. yeah, this is fucked. I'm out. Yeah, yeah. But what you and I don't know is how many blessings he gave to how many decisions all along the way saying, yeah. So, so, you but know, that's what, see that's but that's getting to the end of yourself, right? But subtlety, subtlety says I don't believe I, I, I don't believe that 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 Steve, just to use him as an example, was saying to himself for four years, terrible decision, terrible decision, terrible decision, terrible decision. You know what? I resign. Right. I don't think that that was happening at all. No. I think he's going. Oh wow, accusations. You know, well, the first one looks like it was false. And so, and so we go. Wow, ten-year affair that was recanted. Okay, all right. Well, let's look at these other ones. You know, and then they, and he's part of. I don't know what part he played, but I'm just saying he probably he was getting the information. He was in the inner circle, and he's getting this information, thinking to himself, okay, well, we've done due diligence here. Looks mm -hmm. like, and um, some of these, um, they do not. Uh, some of these look like probably inappropriate behavior, but they don't rise to the level of what we need to discipline him, like uh, like an inappropriate hug. Is a you know a, a hey let's talk about boundaries at work or whatever and who knows what conversations were had behind closed doors about that but it just looks like okay this is the level of offense we're talking about and then all of a sudden um, 
you know, the outside group keeps pressing, saying, no, there's legitimacy here that you're not willing to see. So they say, okay, well, we're going to hire the outside firm. It's a law firm. And I guess all that to say, Russ, it's complicated. And I'm sure that they thought it's complicated and that changing opinions, like the Titanic were turning over a period of time going, finally, wait, the where there's smoke, there's fire, and something's rotten in Denmark, and that's now Steve finally saying it's untenable. And probably much more about what's happened in the last four months than what happened for four years. So I think you have often thrown out the four-year mark, and that kind of adds a sense of, wow, massive cover-up. I don't think that that's fair. I think that since the pressing from that outside party pressed this thing into the public light, then then the leadership team was sort of pressed into how are we going to handle this? And then at that point, it's increasing transparency or increasing protectionism, but that there was a fundamental philosophical disagreement and probably relates to something that matters to you and me, which is that Steve was probably thinking, we've got to vote with more transparency and get our hands off this thing. And, And there was another faction that said, no, we're responsible for a lot of lives here and we have to control this narrative. Right. A little bit more. That sounds like a shitty firewall <laughs> between their leadership. Well, I'm talking about that philosophy, their leadership summit, and what they actually did. You know, well, at the, at the point where where Bill Hybels resigned, um, you know, he's out of the he's out of the Willow Creek Association. He's now the problem of he's essentially the church's problem at that point. Right. They're and, still selling his books and everything on the website. I, I don't know. It's weird. Yeah, like, it's I just, wish they were doing that. Yeah. Um, and maybe maybe the word cover up isn't that that, that doesn't that that dimi- I will just I will say that that diminishes the sense of firewall, the yeah. sense that okay listen this man the perpetrator, the one we're trying to distance ourselves from, is still here, you yeah. know that that particular thing. But the fact he, his his presence and teaching will certainly not be at the summit and not for the foreseeable ever, right. and they've been very clear about that. And they and as you know they've also been very clear that they have voted for. A third-party independent investigation, and and um, they've wanted that, yeah. and uh, and now I guess finally under what I I assume can only be some kind of pressure, the Willow Creek elders have said, okay, we'll do it. Yeah, but then there's the whether they'll actually take a back seat in that procedure. Yeah, but that because that, that's we, that'll be well, we'll later to, to be that, seen. Right? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. usually that's the first thing you call in the lawyers, yeah. and then everything is to protect the. The yeah, guy and butt. the brand and yeah, everything. And right. yeah, yeah. So we'll so, see. But you can, I, I don't know that there's much to argue with, though, at least on the surface. Yeah. Uh, we're going to get a fully independent organization. We're not even going to pay for it uh, so that we can say that, you know, our, you know we're not manipulating it at, any, at, at that level and the results will be made known to the public, to the Little Creek Association, to the church, and uh, they have access to all parties and documents. Yeah. That sounds... I think that maybe the the biggest frustration and cover up maybe the wrong word I used, uh, but transparency I think is something that yeah, it's a good word isn't super valued you know and it hasn't been valued and so and I understand like I understand me too right like I'm not trying to right yeah yeah I get why lose there's so much to lose yeah so you get why I do too I understand all those reactions to moral failure and. Unfortunately, I mean, it's not going to, it's going to get worse before it gets better. What are we, four months in? Yeah. I mean, the only thing that's really pressing a timeline here is the summit. But the summit is going to go away this weekend. Great content's going to be taught and, and I believe, life transformative content. And we vote for that. Right. Meanwhile, that church has got to get it right. 
and we vote for the church to get it right. And mm-hmm. we're in some kind of relationship with them as they're sitting there trying to figure it out. Right. Uh, if they if they continue to stubbornly misstep and violate what we think they the important things, accountability, vulnerability, transparency, then we cannot carry on our association with them. Right. So you you would be out. You know, if, they, if, if we they made that assessment to, in the long yeah. run, yes. That's where I go too. With yeah, we're all beautifully, wonderfully fucked up in some weird <laughs> way. That's another podcast I said, and I love that. It's so true. Um, and I can have grace for people, but you also have to want to see change in your life. Yeah, or else you can't trust. Yeah, or else you can't trust. You're breaking yeah. trust. You can't build a relationship with an unrepentant man. Yeah, I've seen. I've sat recovery groups. You yeah. can offer oh, yeah. forgiveness, yeah. but you can't rebuild a relationship with an unrepentant person. I absolutely believe that. Yeah. So, yeah, Bill is doing lasting long-term damage uh, to his own legacy for certain. And uh, and the elders, as long as they project, whether they feel this or not is another thing, but they, as long as they project project a sense of protecting him. So that, yeah. that is, there's long-term damage there. and um, And we have to make hard decisions about that but like i said russ that's playing out over we're, we're playing the long game okay. with that stuff how long oh i i wouldn't put a time frame on it but we're watching well, what if you keeps going on like this stuff comes out and they keep hiding and Th- then we can't associate with them okay yeah yeah um if i for example on the surface of things i don't know what finally drove steve carter out but my guess is based on reading the between the lines and uh that if his sentiment won't finally win the day there, then well, I fear for the church overall, and mm-hmm. uh, and I and I I think that our our association with them will be affected, right? And and it will be interesting to see how much Willow Creek Association then distances themselves, and may do so more and more as we move into the future, right? And then that may also materially affect. Whether that our relationship, for example, with the two entities may not look the same, and that's what I'm hoping for too. Depending I'm hoping on how they for respond. a beautiful redemption story. Yeah, you know, redemption is is gorgeous, especially it when is. it goes through this kind of Musk. heat. Yes, you I know, agree. I agree. this could make Willow Creek so much better as an organization. It, could. it really could, and I and I <laughs> I so wish and hope for that, but it's so rare. It, it is, is so yeah. rare. That that a, a big corporation like this would would bend the knee to yeah to the little people who yeah. were hurt and and just say we're going to get real and we're going to be humble yeah. and learn yeah maybe put up a sign yeah be real yeah get be healed. get real get healed that's right because that's what it's about and and agree and that's that, that gives me a little more hope that these guys you're not totally devoted to to Willow and. Yeah, I, I sure uh, could save two hundred dollars a year, or whatever it was that you pay to be a Willow guy. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, <laughs> believe me, maybe we could probably figure out something else uh, to do with that two hundred bucks. Yeah. But I hope that's not the story. I hope the story is a beautiful redemption story of love and grace and humility and transparency. You know, that's why I heart good to hear you say that. Yeah. Uh, to, because I think there may be some detractors who don't really wish for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, that even if they really stumble their way into getting it right, will still want to stomp on a grave somewhere. Yeah. Because that will give them the pound of flesh. There's some people that hate me still. You know, 
I, I'm an adulterer. I cheated on my wife. That's fucked up. I'm, I, and they I just can't want take the that flesh. back. Yeah, they just want I can't, the yeah, flesh. I'm really sorry. Yeah. I had a lot of shit I had to deal with. I had to face demons I didn't want to face. Yeah. But it, but I'm so much. I'm not. You know, and they they're not going to know me. Um, and that's okay. You know, they'll still hate me, and that's okay. And, and so I get that. And you know, I pray that for a lot of people, maybe hearing this now, as this thing unfolds, there's a level of forgiveness that's open-handed, and, and we can understand that reconciliation with broken people is a thing. Is a value, a goal. Yeah. It can't always be achieved. Yeah, no. And so that's why we need to, I think, Russ, we need to treat everyone in all parties distinctly. So we'd make, we distinguish between Hybels and his elders. And we distinguish between his elders and Steve Carter. Yeah. And we distinguish between the elders of Willow and the Willow Creek Association leadership. And it kind of it goes back to that biblical principle, like, you know, where Jeremiah says, look, everybody gets to be accountable for their own sin. Yeah. And, um, and then we'll treat people accordingly. Yeah. Gets to be. Yeah, gets to be. Right. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, you, you, you get to confess. You don't get, you get, to, get, to, you don't get to be thrown on the funeral pyre with your dad because he was an a-hole. Yeah. You know? Uh, we're going to treat you... You know, with the way your actions are presenting to the world, yeah. and um, and it looks right now, at least we're getting at least some hopeful sign that the Willow Creek Association is stumbling through into where you know we're pressing for this. We want an independent investigation, and we're take our hands off the wheel. That speaks humility and transparency to me, and it will be very interesting how this summit goes because they will address it. So we'll see. All right. Well, thanks, Rick. Thanks for doing this. Thanks, thanks for being on the show. Yeah, I appreciate you willing to listen to the uh, listen to the guy, the enemy, who's uh, <laughs> who's, enemy. In, who's in bed with the uh, in bed with the big machine, with the machine, yeah. the freaking machine. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I will say, I would like it a lot more if you did not do the summit. But we're not gonna. I, we're I, gonna I agree, to agree I, to disagree. I, I think so. Yeah, these things happen in relationships, don't they? They do, right? <laughs> Where right. uh, we, we don't get everything we want. It doesn't doesn't mean you can't have to be my friend anymore. You that's know, right. I think that's a big thing in yeah. culture. Like, well, if we disagree, we can't be friends. Well, right. Who said that? Yeah. Like, why? Yeah. That's boring. <laughs> it's not. Yeah, Everyone's right. doing that. Right, exactly. Everyone's divorcing their friends over their Twitter feed. Exactly. How about we do that differently? Yeah. The true, yeah. The true rebels. Yeah. All right. That's a huge bitch. Thank you for listening to Punk Don't forget to subscribe, like to join us in having more ears hear this punk sound. Please leave a review on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, or wherever you may hear this fucking podcast. Punk Theology is the property of Digital Audio Project, a limited liability corporation, who is responsible for its content. Don't check it out! Please press stop on your disc player now. Shut up! It gives me something to believe in. Hold on, arise. It gives me something to believe in. To hear the promo bumper music we play on the podcast, search Punk Theology on Spotify. Hear the music by following our playlist. If you like the bands, follow the bands. 
and get notifications on vinyl merch or concert date reminders when they come to your town. Again, search Punk Theology on Spotify. Bitches. Things I didn't know then